3: So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play Stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.
0: That's what I always say. Always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN.
4: Welcome into the program. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard with you live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Big, big three-hour show lined up today in 45 minutes. Boy, Nigel Seeley had a great read on the Premier League last week. We'll find out if he can follow that up this weekend. He'll join us at that point. Uh, Brad Powers on the show today. It is week zero in college football, and uh, he has bets on all this stuff and breakdowns,
2: and uh, what is it, three guidelines that you need to be following Yep, or you're doing it wrong Yep. at this stage of the game? He's got the answers of the test. I mean, there's been significant movement, side and total here, and he's got the best of the number on most of them. Yeah, that's Uh. right. Uh, Some of the movement that we have
4: tonight for two NFL preseason games, Packers play against the Chiefs. KC opened as high as two, now Green Bay at, uh, at one mostly across the board. There is a a one-and-a-half out there the way it looks. The total was uh, 39, now bet down to 36. Jordan Love, again, is going to lead the offense, and it looks like potential starter Quay Walker would be the only starter going on defense or offense, really, for the Packers. And the other game is 49ers at Texans. Niners opened up four, 39-and-a-half. Total is uh, up to 41-and-a-half. Shanahan confirmed this week the Niners will play their starters
2: in the preseason finale and he said Ab- about a half at most. That's the game to watch if you're torn tonight cuz uh, right with the starters both teams are 2 and 0 and we'll see what they do with your boy Pierce who appears maybe he can lock up this job and uh, your rookie of the year. So uh he could start, get significant playing time and you also Sudfeld played well last week, so did Purdy. Yeah. So uh you know, you might have something here in the second half and and the movement on the uh, on the total going uh, bet up. So that that's uh, the game to watch. I think of the two. The first game could be a sleep inducer. Uh, Andy said no, we'll see, but I doubt they play Mahomes And If he does play, it's not going to be uh, significant snaps. Well, so, at, plus, at, at this so, stage of the game, there's
4: yeah. given me the reason why he should play Patrick Mahomes tonight. There is none. Mm-hmm. He's he's played you know a bunch so far in the preseason. The first ring offense looks magnificent. Uh, there is zero reason to have him tried out there again. No, I get it. You're going to have like a three-week break between tonight and the actual week one of the regular season, but there's no need for that. Uh, I think Pierce not not starting or not even playing, basically, in the second Better. game was a right. sign to me that he won the job. Yeah. He's going to be
2: the guy there. Yes. Uh, so a, a move on the total over in the Texan game and the under in the Kansas City game. And Lafleur said uh, it's been night and day this year, the improvement with Love. Yeah. So although Rodgers went to bat for him and had his back, saying those interceptions weren't his fault right, right. in the first game. So, uh, how, how, the other thing, how about Edling? Did you see that touchdown run last week? I did. 51 yards oh, untouched? yeah. The skipper. The kid can scoot. I don't know about the defense. I mean, untouched. Uh, defense is a little yeah. shaky,
4: I would say. Uh, yeah, come on. Uh, that was uh, kind that of too. impressive, i got to sure. be honest. Some sure. other moves that we have this week yep. in preseason. Buffalo at Carolina opened three. touch seven yesterday. Okay. Now, back to uh, basically six. And then the Seahawks at Dallas... And uh, you'll explain why here in a second. But this opened yep. up Seattle two and a half, got all the way to seven. And uh, last night there was a seven and a half on the board as well. Yeah, what I don't want the Cowboys. Oh, I'm no. sorry,
2: I don't want the Cowboys. The first game, Baker's going to play into the second quarter. Yep. No Allen and uh, likely no starters for the Bills. So McDermott has been a machine here in the preseason. But uh, I, I don't. You, you I'd take Carolina in this one. The total has come down as well. And the big movement was Seattle, Lock. Uh, Gino's going to start and Locke, quote is going to play a lot, so well, this will be this will decide and maybe the, you know in practice too. But who's going to win the job for Seattle and no Dak for Dallas? They did win last week, but McCarthy's been horrible. They finally won a preseason game with McCarthy, but uh, you know with with the Smith news as well. Why would you even bother now with what happened well, in practice? Huge yeah. huge blow to the Cowboys. Yeah, for those
4: of you just waking up right now and you may have missed it uh, yesterday. Well. Their left tackle, who Pro Football Focus rated as the second-best tackle in all of football last year, uh, Teron Smith, suffered a severe torn left hamstring. And according to Adam Schefter about an hour ago, he could uh, miss multiple months of the season. And if you go back a couple of weeks, it was after the Cowboys' first preseason game when they had 17 penalties. And it was just a joke again. And we had Michael Lombardi on the show. And I'm running scenarios by the Cowboys past Michael Lombardi. And I said, you know, if something happens to, like, Dak, for example, Mike uh, Mike McCarthy is clearly not a good enough coach to keep this team afloat mm-hmm. and to uh, have them tread water and win games because he's he's terrible as a head coach. And Lombardi just – he answered it by saying, Mitch, I'll go one if, – if something happens to Tyron Smith, because that could be, like, the beginning of uh, the really bad news here for this team. And it did happen
2: yesterday to this team. Yep.
4: Because he's that good, and he means that much of that God, offense.
2: Terrible. What did I say? My, I don't. I don't, want, I don't want key injury. He could be out several months, and Zeke is already cooked, and he doesn't have much left in the tank. Yep. So, and then they lost Cooper and some wide receivers. They another injury uh, to Washington. So this is uh, all aboard the Eagle train. Fly Eagles, fly. Well right? and pe- people have been doing that since I think April. Oh, this is killer. love the draft. They love their off season. Yeah, maybe it's yeah. only a month. Who knows? But that's uh, it. Could have been worse. Originally, the report was ACL. You're thinking, oh, my no, God. That's, that was, that's Some people were thinking. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Are, are you fired up tonight? The Texan game is on Amazon. Well, this is going to create some bedlam, I believe, across the country. Yeah. Amazon Prime and Direct TV struck a multi-year agreement that allows business owners to stream Thursday night football for their patrons. Amazon's Thursday night broadcast, pregame, halftime, and postgame, will be available to more than 300,000 sports bars, restaurants, Hotel lounges, casinos, and sports books, among other venues across the U.S., regardless of it, it's a national chain or local. Direct TV for business customers that are subscribed to Business Entertainment, Commercial Entertainment, Yada Yada, Yada, will automatically get prime videos, Thursday night football feed for no extra cost. The games can be found on Direct TV channel ninety-five twenty-six. And we uh, we get it going, and the first game will be September fifteenth. And if memory serves, that's a good one with the Chargers and Chiefs to
4: yeah, pick it off. Yeah, right, right. Because the Rams-Cowboys, yeah. I believe, what is it, NBC. NBC? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, we talked about this throughout the entire summer. Like, when we're trying to warn people, imagine if they don't strike a deal with bars and restaurants because it's been direct T V forever, and now it's just, okay, fire up the app at your house. Well, well with you, technology, how are they, <laughs> they going to make that happen?
2: Well, you ask, a, you know, I'll just do it this way. You ask a typical bartender who's not into sports— or just can you put on the Dodger game and it's like, yeah, oh, it what? would have been uh, yeah, 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 looking like you it, two heads.
4: And it doesn't matter what city, what bar you're going to walk into. If you needed to explain to them, yeah, by the way, it's not on DirecTV tonight, so you got to go to the app. they would have been, it would have been impossible. Like I don't think they're ready for this. I don't think they're set up for it. So this is why it's such a huge deal to actually get it into three hundred thousand plus spots. Because oh. uh, here's the thing: if you draw in Las Vegas we'll use it as our example cuz we uh, obviously live out here. You drive by any like of the 17,000 chains that are out here, the bars or whatever, on a Thursday night or like a Sunday night, Monday night for football, there's always 50 cars in the parking lot no matter where you go. Mm-hmm. So imagine if they didn't come to this kind of a deal and they were not now are you worried at all that they're going to phase out maybe the uh, older generation don't have Amazon Prime, they're not they tech the savvy. App. Get the app right. They don't they don't pay for it. They don't know they need help. They need to call somebody how, what's going on? I can't get the Amazon. I get, where's the game at? You know?
2: Right. it is It stinks of, for them. Right. It okay. is a piece of cake, though. All right. I, I mean, oh, I, yeah, yeah, right. I, I have Peacock, and I watch the Premier League every Saturday right on the big screen there, and it's just, you fire it up, and bam, it's right there. It, it's, it's it's a piece of cake. No, it, it is but once you get used yes, to it, but right. I am but a little bit concerned yeah, that, That's for... possible, right. Yeah, typically bars and restaurants don't have streaming services because it can be expensive to upgrade all the TVs. Right. Direct TV right. for business allows venues to continue to uh, have these games, and this is... Uh, this is this is big tonight as it gets underway and then with the, the game week too well imagine so like yeah. imagine like
4: this sportsbook behind us or there's something called megabar 15 mm-hmm. feet from where we're at they have 54 huge screen TVs right on top of each other right here it's a, it's an amazing setup right so you're telling me that if this if they didn't come to this deal like what what was Derek and Mike what were they going to do are they are those TVs ready do they have the uh, Amazon Prime
2: app with accounts loaded on every one of them I'm guessing no. So that's. But they get the they put the ESPN Plus up here though with the golf stuff, with the majors. So they they have that in the book. Here. Well, that that's fine. That's, that's yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But so thankfully, this sure. is actually now down to the wire. I would say, Johnny. Yeah, that's huh? right. No, the big the big thing is bartenders. I mean, this is oh. you got the bullets are flying. You're serving food. You're paying jackpots. Yeah, and that's not it's just here with the gaming, but I mean, you got a lot going on when you're a bartender. That thing you know is everybody. I gotta find this game on an app or wherever. Yeah.
4: You know. You know what? Here, going on. Here's my bit of advice again for those of you who are going to be going out to a bar or a restaurant on Thursday night for these games. It's direct. You said this already, but file this away, uh, memorize it. It's Direct TV channel 9526. 9526. So when you go to a bar and they have no clue what you're talking about, just
2: say, "It's 9526." Yeah. Preseason for everyone. Yes. Get organized quick. Yeah. Right. Get it together tonight good dry run this this goes back through.
4: this goes back to when we were first bringing Mike Palm on the show 3 4 yes. years ago and first the, the, the act of
2: content what was his his original twitter handle was like mike tv or something well i think you're right, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah travesty in america yeah, Absolutely. That's Derek stevens travesty in america uh-huh. can't find this
4: stuff yep and it's it's an abomination when you walk in on a college football saturday and huh. they have the weather channel on 19 tvs
2: i love when we get the tweets and the emails of they got the bartender slash manager got so frustrated they just handed me, the customer, the m- remote. Yeah. And just said I give up. I can't they do it They tap this. out. Oh
4: Christ. Because yeah, there was something there again where some Mike, Mike could be like the head professor on this. They could teach a class. Absolutely. Right? And it would fire out the email every morning. Oh, sure. Here's what we got. Here's going. what you need to do. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you go to a class once a week for a month or whatever, and you learn from the best. Uh, the first hour of Follow the Money is brought to you exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at the website, which is BetRivers.com. Up next, we will recap what took place last night. Some uh, betting action, the results in win some, lose some. This is pretty fascinating because the team has been a dumpster fire all year long. But uh, the starting pitcher who went last night is up nearly nine units over his last three starts Probably give you 10 guesses. Uh, We'll give you details on that coming up here. And follow the money. It's VSIN, the sports betting network.
3: Play.
0: Win some, lose some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser!
1: Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in win some,
2: lose some. All right, here we go. For the most part, the big favorites got there. Uh, Most of them covered the run line, although the Rays won but didn't cover the run line. Uh, But the Nationals were plus 270 and surprised the Mariners. What was that? one nothing in the eighth. They tie it, and then uh, the Nationals push two across in the ninth. Come on, Seattle. Okay. So that's the picture I was talking about before
4: the break. Annabelle Sanchez, Paulie. If you go back his last three starts and you're betting him, nobody probably is, but if you have been, you're up basically nine units in that neighborhood. He was plus 275 versus the Padres winner. Then at San Diego and Darvish, plus 315, plus 320
2: winner. Mm-hmm. Last night, there you go with plus 270. There you go again. How wild is that? That, that doesn't make any sense. Annabelle Sanchez. Yes, right. Okay. Back to back to back. Cubbies are feisty. They win today. That'll be five straight series in a row that they yeah. won. They surprised and cooled off the Cardinals. Plus 165. And it's Strowman today who's pitched well. Guardians plus one. What a debacle. But Padres shut out at home. They took money too. Well,
4: I said I mean, yesterday hey. it was a dollar sixty-five when we're on the air. Like there's yep. Snell's been good. There's no chance we're laying $1.65. sixty-five.
2: Yeah, got out one run in the series. Yep, it's not him. No, no, I. Yeah, think, the only uh, thing that helps him is the Brewers keep losing. But, you know, rest assured, Milwaukee's schedule gets easy in September, and then the Padres, you know, we've well-documented, nine against the Dodgers, San Francisco for a few. It's just, it's not happening. I mean, that's just a, what is going on. Subscribe, be part of the team, vsun.com, our radio and podcast friends as well. You always want to see these videos. Send stuff in. We'll put you on television. Good mix here as always. I like this one with the dog where the uh, the dog thinks he's trapped. He's behind the fence, right? He goes, look at this. Oh, no, I can't get out. Need a little help here. A little help. And his buddy comes over. Again? <laughs> again? What? I like the, uh, they put it up there. You did it again? I showed you the first time. You just see, you just walk on the side. You come right in. It's no problem. See? <laughs> he walks like he's all surprised. Oh, I just come on. Oh, I didn't know there was room there. Okay. Now we got it. Now he's happy. He I mean, you you thought he was trapped behind the behind the fence there. No problem. Let me just say that uh, not every
4: dog, we love them, obviously. Not every dog yeah. is super smart.
2: Sure, right. Look at the other guy. It's like, oh, boy, I got to go through this again. Yeah. Excellent. We uh, we love when the dogs get in the pool. Our dogs don't like the pool. Look at this guy. Jumps on the little uh, pool here, in the pool, inflatable, and he makes sure he has his toy. And that's his whole afternoon. Yeah, play. there's, there's right? my day. He's set, right? He has the toy with him catching some rays. That's living right, huh? That's excellent. Yeah. That is awesome. Good video. Yep, good looking dog, good looking pool. One lose, some padres, one fifty up to one seventy. I mean, I'm out of words now. Now it's down to two to one to miss the playoffs. Yep. I mean, it's just Well, the way just listless performance. The, the current form. I mean, those oh, numbers are gonna on. disappear at some point. So yes, absolutely. I feel bad for this cat. Yeah, it's rare that I say this. Uh, I'm not a big cat guy, but this this guy, this is a tough beat here with the cat. Well, the other one's getting some love and some support. And uh and the look on his face they're rubbing the top of the cat's head. Look at this guy how sad he is. Jealous and also uh um feels bad. You gotta feel for him. Look at his face. It's like, come on, it's my turn. Why does he get all the love? Well, I mean, look at the way his head
4: moves ever I know. so
2: slightly to look at the human right. being and be like, What are you doing here? Right. I'm expecting tears at some point. Yeah. I think that's on the that's the next step coming if you continue with the video. Look at the poor guy. Oh, it's tough. And uh Tough for the dog. We had We used to have to do this mega box with the uh, German Shepherd. They had to put the mask on if you took. Cause it was a she was oh, yeah. mean. Look at hello Clarice. I mean, look at this guy with the. Oh, come on, God, with the zoom in. Oh man, with the face, got to wear the mask as he's hanging out. That is tough. Some vicious beats yesterday in baseball, right? You got to be sick and hate yourself to bet baseball, as Nick said earlier this week. Giants Tigers first five under four and a half. No score, bottom of the fifth, two outs, they erupt for six and put it over. Yeah. Are you kidding? That Tiger's offense, by the way. That Tiger offense, of all teams, correct. Yep. Rays, Angels, under seven. Here we go again with the extra inning shenanigans. No score in the eighth. And then one-one in extras. Four-three final. Angels score, Rays answer. Angels score, Rays get two, walk it off and win. Vicious pushing that game. And Astros-Twins under eight. I had to sweat this out. 5-1 in the ninth. And the Twins actually had the tying run on. There was a double play, and then I think it was Sanchez that grounded out to end it. 5-1 in the ninth. 5-3 final. Win some, lose some presented by BetRivers, your hometown book. Claim your 100% first deposit match bonus now. Code 250MATCH. Learn more. BetRivers.com. By the way, Valdez was...
4: uh... Filthy. A typical start for him again last night. Yes. He was excellent. I'm yes. surprised. I had a bad night betting last night uh, with the Rays on the, mon, on the run line. Yeah, they, it was,
2: well, could, McClanahan was great.
4: He again. was great. I figured he was going to be dynamite huh? last night, and he was. But the offense gave them nothing. Um, so that was a loser. And the Orioles, just they, they, got, they gave up too many runs right away in that game. And then it was close back and forth. And then Gilito was really good last night. Tip your cap sometimes to a guy like that he's been he's had a terrible year. And then LaRusso, what he did at the end of the game, too, just I hate it when managers bring in closers in non-safe situations. Correct. It's five-one. He brings in Hedricks. Oh, look at this. Five-three all of a sudden. Yeah. Always There's, a bad move. Yep, no need to do that at
2: all. Let me give you this quickly from our guy Fitz. So I know at Bet Rivers, we got an email that the Cy Young is down now off the board in the National League. It's just pumps up Gonsolin. Since nineteen seventy-six. No pitcher has had twenty wins and fewer than three losses. So if this guy can, get, I mean, it's historic what he could do, right? I mean, if he could get this, so no pitcher's ever been, for example, twenty and two. Yeah, going back, Ron Guidry, twenty five and three, and now he's down to uh, six to one at uh, some spots. Uh, cheaper than that at others. Okay, Randy, Randy Johnson, twenty and four, in two thousand two, Pedro was twenty and four. Cliff Lee was 22 and three. Oh, I remember the in year 2000. Yeah, yeah. oh, my, I forgot about that. Max Scherzer with the Tigers was 21 and three. Doc Gooden was 24 and four. In 88, David Cohn was 20 and three. Mike Hampton was 22 and four one year. Oh, was that the year that got him <laughs> the hundred million dollars yeah, in yeah, Colorado? Yeah. That guy could hit. Oh yeah, he was hit good. Some home runs. Good to play. Yeah. Curt Schilling at a 23 and five. Kershaw at a 21 and three. The point being, if this guy gets to like. If he does the nineteen and one, 20, I mean, he, come on, it's historic what he's doing and what he can accomplish. Even if he loses another game, mm-hmm. but and also Sandy is going to see the Dodgers. You mentioned he's going to see the Rays. He has struggled against the top teams, but I mean, if the, if this guy leads in WHIP, wins an ERA, and then I was just he I was now notified of this number. You got to go back to since nineteen seventy six. It hasn't happened. Right. Wow.
4: I have to wonder how careful they're going to be potentially here with Gonsolin down the stretch because they don't let him get to a really high pitch count, and we saw that again the other night. What they yank him after like 72 pitches, and it was in five innings, and it Uh looked like maybe it could get away from him a little bit that inning, but he saved himself. So it's not they let him trot out there and go 110 innings every single or 110 pitches every start. The Marlins do that with Alcantara, so that has not been a problem. He eats more innings than anybody and throws more pitches than anybody. But so down the stretch, when the Dodgers, I mean, the, the divisions already wrapped up. I mean, they're up by what 19 games or whatever it is. So in case they just want to maneuver their rotation down the stretch, they can give them days off if they would like. Yep. that'd be maybe a concern. But also on the flip side, with the Marlins so far out of it, they could shut El Contra down as well, unless they unless they have you know internal conversations and it's like, yeah, we need this guy to get the Cy Young. We want him to win it this year. And they keep throwing them out there every, you know, five days.
2: Dodgers have to go 31-8 and eight to get the record now. How about the Laker trade? Tucker for Beverly. I thought this guy had value. And he was the reason they, you know, one of the reasons they wanted to help. They couldn't get Kyrie and other guys. Yes, the picks, but they, they valued Tucker so high. And that, to me, they have to be trading Westbrook. Westbrook and Beverly can't stand one another. Maybe this is the first sign um, where a Westbrook move could be on the way. There was the the Buddy Healed and uh, Turner reports, but that's also it's not a bad move for the Lakers because they were twenty first in defense. Now you bring in Beverly, who's just a gnat, and uh, you know tough to deal with. I think but it's a good move for the Lakers. Yeah, but th- that's yeah. the first thing that everyone said. It's like those two guys can't stand each other.
4: Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe maybe a Westbrook trade is coming. Well, that goes back how many years? When
2: he tried to like they were
4: gonna call a timeout and he cut Pumped him off it into him right hurt and the knee like, hurt the knee. Yeah, that goes yeah. back many many years. But when I first saw that trade, I was like, "That's that's actually a pretty good trade for the Lakers." I like that. Kick off football season with Bet Rivers online sportsbook all season long. Bet Rivers is your go-to sportsbook for all football-related content. Check out betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app for the latest odds, unique promotions, player props, and more. Every week, Bet Rivers has unique football specials to help you win big. Cheer on your favorite teams and your favorite players with Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. Up next, uh, NFL teams to decline in 2022. This person has nailed 20 out of 25 teams the previous 5 years on average by 3.3 wins. We'll give you details on the teams and the overall numbers. Coming up next here and follow the money it's recent the sports betting network.
0: the Sports Betting Network.
2: If you're looking for more sports betting discussion on your local teams, BetRivers as you covered. They've launched a series of casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Okay, so we talked about Bill Barnwell's annual column yesterday on uh, five teams that he expects to win more games this year. And now today we will highlight and we will also intertwine uh, nuggets from the VSIN Pro Football Betting Guide because it is out and it is available today, as you heard Pauly just say. Um, Barnwell's been doing this now, again, over the last five years and 20 out of 25 times uh, this happened. O- only two teams improved. The other 25 teams combined actually fall off by an average of 3.3 wins per uh, 17 games. So he knows what he's doing here. He found a good angle, as has Steve Mack in point spread weekly. But his first team on the list is Tennessee. And you're also Mr. Anti-Tennessee on this show. Yes,
2: yes, absolutely. Well, the close <clears throat> wins, the last two years, the 13-4, and four, uh, won two games in overtime. And they were also interesting. Uh, They were 26th in yards per attempt on play action. Now, you figure that'll go away now that you get Henry back, but you got to be very concerned about Tannehill. And you trade Brown, and you don't have Julio. He didn't give you much, but Burks has been a disaster and can't even line up properly. So between that, the schedule, uh, winning and pulling all these games out late, that should go against them. Yeah, and they were 7-6 in one-score games mm-hmm.
4: during uh, Vrabel's first two years. Completely flipped. 2020, they were 7-2 in one-score games. So as yep. Barnwell says, history tells us that's extremely difficult to sustain. Teams that win five more close games than they lose in a given year often don't keep that up the following season. They go from 199-44, and 44, which is an 8-19 clip in close games, to 102 and 126, which is 447 in those same games the following year. And their overall record declines by an average of four wins per 17 games. That's huge. And if you think about some of the wins they had last year, mm-hmm. like you talked about, it, uh, two and one in overtime. The final, th- I, I was on Seattle. They had no business winning that game. It's horrible. Yep, Seattle blew that. And that was, I believe, the first time ever that the Seahawks lost a game with Russell Wilson as quarterback, leading by 14 points or more mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter at home. Um, They came up short in overtime against the Jets. They blew that late lead against the Colts in Week 8. But then that was Carson
2: Wentz and the absolute debacle by going left-handed. Yep. Garoppolo blew the game on the Thursday night. They shouldn't have beat the 49ers. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's
4: another and, one. And they fell from fourth in offensive DVOA in 2020 to 20th a year ago. So maybe they bounce back a little bit, but also following Mm -hmm. uh, in the V-CIN Pro Football Betting Guide, to add on top of that, Steve Mackinac points out, 41 teams won 6-plus games by 8 points or less from 2017 to 2020. Only 6 improved the next season with an average decline of 2.3 wins. Tennessee is in that category.
2: I, 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 I think third place is also in play here, too, as well. But uh, you, you know, also, you,
4: you can find some pretty good plus money yes. on uh, the Titans to finish third.
2: And you also uh, you have to trust Barnwell. I mean, for two of the 25 teams, only two of the 25 teams have improved by even a single win yep. the following season, the five, year, five years he's been doing this, and the 25 teams falling off by an average of 3.3 wins. That, that's astonishing uh, how, how good he's been. with. The, we mentioned the uh, improvement yesterday and then teams to decline this year. So, I mean, some of these are obvious, but that one... To me, that one lines up, and you have to like the Titans under.
4: How about this? Uh, Team number two, Barnwell wrote at ESPN.com, over the past three years, Green Bay has won 39 games. The Pythag model that he uses would have expected to win 31 games. Mm -hmm. The Packers have an advantage over teams from the past by virtue of playing a 17th game uh, last season. But has anyone in recent memory exceeded expectations quite as much as they have over a three-year span? The answer is no. Since 1989, no team is really all that close to an 8-win gap between expectation and reality. The next closest uh, comparable team is the 2012-2014 Colts, who won 33 games against an expectation of 26.7. The following season, they declined but still managed to keep uh, surpassing their totals. They went 8-8 eight and eight with a 6.1-win Pythag. It wasn't until 2016 that they got back in line with the rest of the universe. As, again, Barnwell points out, he's had Green Bay on this list. Now it's like it's breaking my computer, basically, is what he's trying to say. He's had Green Bay on the list now multiple years in a row.
2: Yeah. But they just won't decline. That's right. They're, they won 39, and the the expected wins was 31. That is astonishing. Mm-hmm. But they also don't beat themselves. You have a quarterback who never turns the ball over. So that, that's certainly key. And big. And all the close games, for the most part, go in their way, too. So it comes down to me with the wide receivers and the loss of Adams. Also, they have to stay healthy. But maybe you're going to see big improvement out of the Vikings, who a lot of people like. Sure. And they maybe could challenge them. Sure.
4: The If you go back again and look at some of their wins from last year, uh, remember the game against the 49ers where they completely blew the clock management. They scored. They left Green Bay 37 seconds left. And that's enough time for Rodgers to go down and kick the game-winning field goal. They did that. The Arizona game, uh, they were stuffed in a four-play series starting at the one-yard line. And then Arizona drove the length of the field. Remember A.J. Green? That was ridiculous. Forgot to turn he around Turn around, look. yeah.
2: Game-winning touchdown, right? Yeah. Interception.
4: And then, and then, like, Evan McPherson, as we saw, might be the second-best kicker already behind <laughs> Justin <laughs> yeah. Tucker. <laughs> yeah. He missed two field goals in the fourth quarter in overtime. Uh-huh. And somehow they, they beat yeah. the
2: Bengals uh, on the road in that game. Okay. How about number three? Now, where are you at with the Steelers? Now, I, I can see both here. Now, num- now, number one, Tomlin's never had a losing record in 15 years. Okay, that's number one. Uh, but 9-7-1. 7-1-1 one. One, one in, in close games. They did go 2-7 and seven against teams with a winning record, though, last year. But as I've said many times, now, if they go to pick it, I mean, it's it's up for grabs. And they're going prob- to stay under, and I think they have a losing record. How soon will they make the quarterback change? I think you have to stick with Trubisky and give him a chance. But their quarterback play was atrocious last year, and they still made the playoffs. They were at the, they were the worst team in QBR of a playoff team last year, and still found a way to get it done. So that's where he, he has Pittsburgh saying that's that that's not going to continue. Seven one and one your record in close games, and you're going to take a big step back in a tough divi- division. Although they get the break with Watson, Steve Mcnair also has the same thing. With the, the Seahawks, 10 close wins in 2019, 8 points or fewer. The most by any team over the last 30 seasons. And then the 33 teams that manage 8-plus close wins had the average decline. Team affected the Steelers as well. Yep. Uh, what they're up against here. But I, I could also see, what if Trubisky plays well? What if Trubisky, is, he could be better than Roethlisberger? Because how, how, Ben, could, not only didn't he play well, he couldn't move. But they certainly have weapons. It's an embarrassment of riches at wide receiver. You know they're going to have a good defense. They could surprise some people. Not to mention, yep. I, I, I we disagree on this too, but the numbers say that that the Bengals could take a step back based on the Super Bowl loser uh, drought and hangover, which we'll touch on in a second. But, yeah, right. I, I, could see, I could see the Steelers sneaking in there. But, uh, again, people lined up to say they're going to regress. Right.
4: So I lost money on the Steelers last year. I was uh, anti-Pittsburgh going into the season, and I thought I had that one nailed. But, again, per everything you just said, they surprise a lot of people and – uh you know, cost me on certain bets that I made throughout the entire year. Um, now the win total again is in that range where uh, I know people who have been betting it under I'm not there with it yet though again the defense is so good and you can't forget again how bad the quarterback play was like you just pointed out last year I mean it was so bad let me give you mm-hmm. let me give you some other nuggets that you can get in the betting guide. from 1997 through 2020, 33 teams lost eight plus games by eight points or less. This group's average improvement the next season was 3.52 wins, with 29 of the 33 teams improving. Team affected in 2022 is Minnesota. That's the only team. Again, every week was... Oh, it's
2: crazy.
4: Bedlam, down to the wire. Defensive breakdowns. Yes, yes. yes. And so I'm pro-Minnesota, and I have been the entire summer getting ready for the football season. There's that. And then, none of the last 15 teams that recorded at least six blowout wins, 20-plus points... Improved its record the next year. The average decline of those 15 teams, 3.3 wins. Team affected in 2022, Tampa Bay. Hmm. So, again, that qualifies as six blowout wins, 20-plus points the previous year. That's remarkable. Deep dive. Good job, Mr. Mackinnon. So there you go. Uh, the guide is out again. It's packed. Super Bowl playoff predictions, season win total bets, for every team, best way to bet rookie quarterbacks, plus a bookmaker breakdown on what futures the public and respected bettors are making. Remember now, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guides is to become a vSIN all-access subscriber. Sign up on our discounted football special and get all access to everything we do now from uh, from now through the Super Bowl for only 175 bucks, or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the sports Betting Network. We're either going to continue with other teams that fit this profile per Bur- Bur- uh, Bill Barnwell or Nigel Seeley. We'll find out. He might be running a little bit late today, but we'll find out coming up here in a few minutes on Follow the Money. It's vsin, The sports Betting Network.
3: Sumo play.
0: Follow the money on v the sports betting network.
2: You're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams. BetRivers, as you covered, they've launched a series of casts designed to tackle sports betting from a local perspective in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, L.A., New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast.
4: Okay, so uh, typically, Nigel Seeley joins us right now on Thursdays. He's in a little bit of traffic over in London. He'll join us coming up in about 15 minutes. We'll continue talking about Bill Barnwell's column this year, Teams to uh, Decline. And again, over the last five years in his annual column, 20 of the 25 teams decline on average by, what, more than three wins per season? Beautiful. Uh, we talked about three teams in the previous segment, uh, Titans, Titans, Packers, Steelers, he has the Raiders this year. This
2: one uh, they cost me a lot of money last year. What a vicious beat! When you go back and run through the numbers, the Steelers made the playoffs and they were outscored by 55 points. The Raiders won 10 games and were outscored by 65 points. Think about that. As every clo- they went seven and two in close games, four and zero oh in overtime. That's only happened twice in 30 years. And then through all that, right? They're still six and seven. And then, oh, did the stars align for them? You get the Colts when Wentz was, had COVID, unvaccinated, and he got cleared right before the game. Mm-hmm. He was terrible. They won. They faced, you had COVID issues with the Browns. They played that, what, Monday afternoon game or yes. whatever it was. It was Nick Mullins. They beat him, Carlson, at the gun to win it. That went their way. The crazy finish against the Chargers on a uh-huh. Sunday night game. They, they, they're probably going to play for the tie. Uh, and, and Carlson hits one at the gun to win that one, or near the gun to win that one, too. So, I mean, all that, the slow start, the Gruden mess, the Rugs tragedy, and, and you still find a way to get it to outscored, yet they won 10 games. I can't believe
4: it. Yeah, their point differential actually was a 6.9 win team. So, I mean... That's just, it's incredible. From 1989 to 2020, only five teams with at least 10 wins were outscored at all during the regular season, and no team was within 30 points of where the Raiders finished last year. So, I mean, everything, mm-hmm. I mean, they they surpassed expectations on almost every
2: possible level. Well, it was interesting. They played four games against backup quarterbacks, went 3-1 in those games, but you add... They yeah, drew Locke, by the way, against the, the, uh, Denver. You got that break. You add... Adams, you get Jones, you have a big upgrade at the coaching position with McDaniels, you know, you destroyed the Patriots in practice all week, great division, I mean, what do you, th- I mean, how far are we right. talking here? Did you mention this, by the way, the 4-0
4: mark in overtime, it's only the right. second yeah, team in, thir- no, only the second team in 30 years yeah, to do that. that, yeah, yeah tw- 2011
2: card, <laughs> yeah, right, who think they're gonna- I can't believe it's happened before, I right, know. I know, That's doesn't make any sense, they also were were horrendous uh, red zone defense, worst in the league, I didn't take the, take it away either. Didn't force any turnovers. So I, I could see a path for at least improve, Maybe I'm not saying they're going to win 11 games, but they could be a better team. But because of the division and then the schedule, maybe they sneak in there, but they only get to nine wins. Well, I think you can make the case uh, for that exact example for many
4: teams across the league where they could actually be better this year but not have the same record and possibly miss the playoffs. Uh, one team I would yep. have on there personally would be Cincinnati. Yes. Which I know you're going to get to here in a second. Yes. But of, uh, so there you go. The Raiders are on the list for teams to
2: decline this year. And the last one is just, it, it makes so much sense in the world, too. Right. This was the, uh, yeah, the, the right. The opposite of what happened. Atlanta somehow won seven games, but they were terrible. Atlanta was seven and 10. They were outscored by 146 points. That's eight points per game. Worst ever by a seven win team. They should have been a four or a five win team. Mm-hmm. Six and two in close games. But now you have London with the knee issue. Do they make the quarterback change uh, to Ritter and Ridley suspended for the year? An enormous loss, you know. And 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 you lose Matty Ice, who uh, at times played well. So that was it was ridiculous. They would think that you were outscored by that much in some total fluke that they won that many games for sure. If I put a number on Marcus Mariota's game started this year
4: at Uh, six six and a half, would you go over under that? Oh, And, by the way, you can make a case that, well, he is either going to get hurt or it's going to be because of an
2: ineffective yeah. quarterback play. I like him, but that's, yeah, the push to put eh, – that's a good number. Right. Uh, I, uh, I think I'd lean over, but that's that's a pretty good number. And
4: also, what does the team do? What if they're really as bad as everybody expects and they win three or four games this year and they get the number one overall pick in the draft? Is it automatic they're going to go uh, quarterback? I think they probably would have to, yeah. Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud available, and they just took Ritter, but Ritter was a third-round pick.
2: Well, I think we'll have to see what he does this year, though. I think so, yeah. Manage well, expectations. I don't know. He could, also, he could also trade back and maybe get a treasure chest of picks, too. Yeah, rest, that, rest too. assured. They well, need the, everything, though. Oh, Paul, I mean. No, I mean, this this team doesn't have a lot of talent.
4: Put it this way. Pro Football Focus, they sent out their uh, rankings for every unit on every single team across the sport in late July. And we're talking about offensive line, defensive line, linebacker, secondary, running backs. Every single number was either, like, a bunch of them were de- dead last, by the way. But they, they rated 32nd overall in some of those categories, and they were, like, 25th or lower in a lot of them. There wasn't one positive ca- category, and they have probably mm. shaky quarterback play. I, I'm with you, too. Like, I want to give Mariota a second chance. I do. Uh, and I love Kyle Pitts. But... They have so many other weaknesses that uh, you know this team's going to be bad.
2: Well, it's a huge blow. Who, who thinks your wide receiver, your star player, other than Pitts, is going to be suspended a year for betting on games? Uh, that came down, which is stupid. But in any event, uh, you know Smith also gets aggravated when you bring up the tanking scenario to him as well. Here's right. the Mackinan tidbit in Point Spread Weekly with the guide, the betting guide. Uh, only two, why this maybe could help the Steelers. Only two. Of The last 28 teams to lose in the Super Bowl improved their win loss record the following season. The average decline is 3.36 wins. So that's another one where, yep, yeah, Cincinnati could be better on paper and have a better team, but you know, what's the win loss record going to look like with yeah, a tough I mean, schedule and a tough division?
4: If you tell me right now they're going to finish nine and eight and it's going to be shaky getting in the playoffs, I'm like, okay, I can buy into that just because, again, the schedule in certain spots is very difficult, and oh, by the way, they play in the second what on paper, right now, the second best division in football. If things go their way, it could be the best division in football at the mm-hmm. end of the year. So, give me that one more here. Uh, I'll throw this in from Mackin and on, on Atlanta from 94 to 2020, eight teams won six plus games without winning a single game by double digits. 2020 Raiders became the first of that group to improve the next year. Those eight teams had an average decline of 2.25 wins, another nugget that you can get there. Again, the VSIN guide, go check it out at VSIN.com, how you can get it today.
2: Very good. Good numbers. Um,
4: Excellent. So of the teams that we talked about now, I know that you're, you're, you've been betting Tennessee in various ways throughout the year. Have you bet the Packers under at all? Are you taking a shot in them to maybe miss the playoffs? Any of these other teams? Oh, no, that's
2: too crazy. It's the playoffs, I think, yeah. Yeah. Because Rodgers is still too, too good. Right. No.
4: Uh, are you under Steelers?
2: I was under Steelers last year. No, can't do it. No. I, I see a path where the Steelers can actually be a playoff team or uh, surprise some people. Right. But, th- again, I don't know what they're going to do with Pickett. That blows that up, though, with Pickett. How, what does he decide to do with quarterback, and how long does Trubisky stay in there yeah. if he is in there? And that, that's, uh, that's a tough call. And
4: I would like to tell you that I'm going to be betting the under on everything to do with the Raiders again this year. I can't do it. I mean, they've carried me out. Last year was, no joke, the biggest win total I've ever made my entire life on the Raiders under. And I lost it. And the year before, I hit Raiders under, and they got me again. So I'm kind of like, I have Raiders fatigue. I'm kind of sick of losing money on this team. So, and they did get a lot better in the offseason, in theory, but...
2: Um, I have other, no. I have too many other bets this year to get involved with a team like that again. We rip his game management and strategy. Uh, but the guys love Tomlin. The resume speaks for itself. And the fact I watched the guy uh make uh, almost get in the playoffs with Duck Hodges. Yeah. What they were trotting out there at quarterback. You know, and that's so exactly right. That's why I can't just say, okay, well, that's it. Rebuilding. And you know, I watched that that how bad the offense was last year at times. Still got in there. Yeah. Still got in there. Yeah, found a way to do
4: it. Somehow got, that defense, I mean, has traveled like every year for our entire lifetime. I and mean, it's been, they just, they're an awesome organization. And oh, by the way, there's nobody better at drafting wide receivers in Pittsburgh. And they, they who knows, maybe got to steal with Pickens. Uh, most people think that's true.
2: Yeah. Yes. And a high on that guy.
4: Yeah. All right. The first hour of Follow the Money is brought to you exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Get a 100% first deposit match bonus now with the code 250Match. You must be 21 plus offers not valid in all areas. Check betrivers.com for full offer details and rules. Email here is ftm at vsyn.com. FTM for Follow the Money at vsyn.com. If you're buying, Uh, A bunch of these teams that we've talked about over the last couple of days, either to get better this year or that will be on the decline. Um, And teams that you're betting on with season-long win totals, ftmedveason.com is the email. Uh, He had the EPL nailed to a T last weekend. Does Nigel Seeley do it again this weekend? Uh, He'll join the show and tell you which soccer bets he likes. Coming up next.